welcome to That Geek Pod. I'm Catherine and today I'm talking to our great friend Josh from Star Wars Spelt Out. How are you going, Josh? I'm good. Can you believe what we're doing right now? So, we're in the year 2021. We are face to face and not through a screen. We're in a room right now. I'm looking at you in like extreme HD. Like it's so real that you're like right there. <laughs> Yeah. We can see each other's shoes and pants. It's amazing. You can like pan around. You can see the rest of the room here. You can look up. You can look down. It's sort of, yep, I had to sort of give the house a quick vacuum before Catherine came over just in case because it's not just the frame behind my head. I don't have any amusing backgrounds though. I need like a, you know, like a, a screen I can pull down to put almost like a zoom background. Yep. I'm like, oh, look, there's the... Uh, the Jedi Temple chamber behind you, or there. There's there's the perfect um, you know bookcase that some people seem to have. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. All lies, but no, it's very it's very cool. We were sort of just talking before about when was the last time I recorded with anyone in person. It's nearly been a year, I reckon. Yeah, it's been a very long time. So yeah, we had the discussion of we'd sort of forgotten how to use the physical equipment. <laughs> yeah, it took a few goes to kind of get. I got the zoom out, and like obviously the batteries are completely dead. And um, I actually had a couple of new mics to road test as well. But yeah, so far so good. We, we yep. did a little test before and it's working. So yes. Yeah, so let's have a bit of a reflect back on 2020 and a bit of a look forward. So obviously we didn't have very much in the way of new releases um, you know, because of 2020. But we had a, a few in the last little while. So... Wonder Woman, 1984. Yes, I saw it uh, on Boxing Day. No, the day after Boxing Day. Down at the Lingatha Stadium 4 Cinema. With my, it was actually quite nice because um, my brother and my sister came and Kat, my partner, went as well. And I can't remember the last time I went to a movie with my brother and sister. Like, yeah. Well, just because we don't live in the same town and... You know, we just never really went to the, when we were kids. There wasn't a cinema in the town when we grew up. So yeah. then I moved out. So I'm just trying to think. When was the last movie we all went together? I can't even remember. I'd have, but um, so got down there and um, yeah, I wasn't quite sure what to expect mm. on it. I enjoyed it, but it had the possibly the dumbest premise yeah. in a in a mainstream superhero movie. Maybe ever, maybe. But, oh, oh, we're going to spoil but, it, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, we're going full spoilers because yeah, I'll I'll put the spoiler warning on. But yeah, look, in the moment I was sort of enjoying it. I saw it Wednesday the twenty third of December. Oh, exclusive preview screening. Well, uh, not very exclusive because the cinema was packed. I've I've actually been emailing the management going um you said we're gonna have be spaced out we were not anyway that's that before had it come had COVID come back by then no but when you look at the so yeah we're talking um COVID. COVID's come back a little bit in Melbourne uh, we had one case today why? New South Wales got it and then we, we we've got it a little bit but I mean, never say never, but things look like they're under control yeah. pretty good. So yeah. we only had one case today. But so yes, a few, it, a few days ago, about 10 days ago, everything was, was nice and mm, loose. It, so it had been a thing in New South Wales at that stage. And what we didn't know was it was a thing in my area um, a couple of days before I saw it. So, yes. Um, That's just weird. Like, did you have to book online? Yep. So when you picked your seat, were they, was there certain places you couldn't sit? Well, to be honest, when I booked, it was empty. So people hadn't quite realised that that 23rd date was open yet. Ah, because when I booked it, because we booked it, we were going to go the night before and then they were only selling every second row. Mm. And basically I left it to the last minute and was like, oh, the only row free is like from the front, like bugger it, we'll just go the next day. Like yeah. who cares? So yeah. so every like on the online booking thing, they, they just physically were not selling those rows. So you yeah. couldn't even even get in there. Yeah, no, it's um, so when I was booking online, it was saying that, you know, book, that booking groups would be spaced by a seat. And that was what I was fully expecting. Um, and they make a big deal you know, beforehand about staying at allocated seats, you will be spaced, blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah, there were people... So, was this just right. the village? Is this where we saw Rise of Skywalker? Yeah. yeah. 
Yes, oh. right. Yeah, I know the cinema because, yeah, that yeah. was where we saw – because we went to the midnight screening and then we went the next day yes. with Dale. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's the one that's, you know, walking distance from me. So it's yep. the one I, I do tend to go to because it's walking distance that's from very me. very weird, that uh, yeah. village roadshow, as in, you know, if it would have been like independent cinema, you know, like this, the one in Lingatha is just mm-hmm. a little independent cinema. Yeah. I'm like, okay, maybe they're a bit loose because it's a country cinema, blah, blah, yeah. blah. But village? Yeah, yeah. Do you think that because it was – the way that they booked it or something like that, that it wasn't in the system like they normally are because it was a preview maybe that was, yeah. it wasn't defaulted. But Look, Right, so you just sat down going, all right, Wonder Woman, can't wait for uh, this. And then going, geez, a lot of a lot yeah, of people in here. Things yeah. are getting pretty close. Think, you know, things were filling up and the one, like the group next to us were like, we, we all pulled out our tickets, well, you know, on our phones and we're like, well, yeah, we're next to each other. We were expecting a gap. Yep. And, yeah, so a guy came up, you know, and sat next to me. Unfortunately, he had his phone in the little drink holder the whole time and Uh. it went off a number of times during the film. And there was guys behind us talking during, like, the quiet bits. Not talking quietly, talking quite loudly to the point I turned around and went, can you shut the fuck up? So... Did you just go, I wish I was in a different Wonder Woman screaming? (laughs) Was, That's my wish. It was just that building of tension of like, this is my first cinema experience since. Um, what was the last movie you saw? In Emma. The Emma. So. So that would have been like, like Feb, Feb March. Yeah, yeah. January, um, February, or something. Sonic the Hedgehog, yeah. I think, was the last one <laughs> I saw. That was when I. Why was. Why was I? Oh, because I was still on parental leave. I'm like, what was I doing then that I could go to the movies and see? Yeah, I was on parental leave and the girls had just gone back into care. So I had a, a week or two where I didn't have the girls home during the day. And there was, an, there was a great new cinema in Burwood, um, about a few k's up the road from me, a readings one. And I was like, oh, I'll go see Sonic the Hedgehog again during the day. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, so, yeah, I... um. So is that coloured? Has it? So obviously it's it, it's coloured your experience. Well, so. it wasn't a great experience going back, but look, to be honest, I wasn't swept up in the story. Yep. Um, I was, and you think, okay, this is my first big screen experience. It's on the big screen. It's a big blockbuster. It should be an awesome experience. And I sort of came out more pumped about like Kristen Wiig's boots and outfit than anything else. (laughs) Um, Also, the other bit that had me emotionally was Pedro Pascal, Max Lord with his son. Mm. And that was because if you count it back on the Wednesday, it had just been a few days since the Mandalorian finale. Oh, you're just like, Grogu grew into a little Asian boy. <laughs> yeah, so it was Pedro Pascal being a dad yep. and, you know, loving his child and being all emotional over his child. So I was like, <gasps> Dean, Dean, oh my God. The funny thing was, like, I watched it and, like I said, I enjoyed it. I thought it was, like I said, we'll get into it in a minute. Like, I thought the premise was ridiculous. But I, I came enjoying it. But my, Kat, my partner, and my sister loved it. Mm. They loved it. They're just like, I can't believe that was so good. That was so great. You know, and they've got no, they've got zero skin in the game for Wonder Woman whatsoever. Yeah. Kat has seen the other one. My sister, at least, hadn't seen the first Wonder Woman. Yeah. She's like, oh, there's another one. Oh, I might go check that out. I'm like, it is completely different to this. Yeah. It's, you know... But I think they were just like the 80s, the fashion, the Kristen Wiig, you know, all that stuff. I They, they were just like, they were down. They were yeah. like right into it. And maybe that, like I said, I, just, I, I enjoyed it. I was, but it was obviously the more you stop and you think about it. Yeah. And I, I completely went, like I went spoiler free, but I didn't feel like I needed to, it wasn't like a Star Wars, like I must no. avoid myself from spoilers. Yeah. I just, you know. Because it was on, obviously it had been on HBO Max. Yeah. So stuff was out there, but it didn't feel like there was, you know, it wasn't like a who lives, who dies sort of yeah. thing. You know, like I guess the only thing you kind of spoil is like, this is the reason Chris Pine's back. And I bet you <laughs> nobody picked that one. <laughs> no. And it's, yeah, it's sort of, I came out going, oh, you know, that was kind of fun. The friend I saw it with, she didn't like it at all. 
Um, and I all I wanted to do was discuss, you know, Pedro with her. But she's my friend who um, is refusing to watch Mandalorian season two because it's pissing me off. She thinks that's funny. Oh, she's just trolling you. She's just trolling. Well, jokes me on her because it's cool, and yeah. you're missing out. Yeah. So. And you missed out on the best bit of Wonder Woman 1984, which yes, then depends on having watched the Mandalorian. But anywho, um, <laughs> but you know, I really I like the performances. You're right though, the Chris Pine coming back. Like the more you think about it, well, I didn't give it any mm. thought. I was just like, well, they found a way for him to be back. Yeah. Maybe it's a hallucination. Maybe it's a time travel. Like it's a superhero movie. Like anything, you know, yeah. maybe it's a clone. Maybe it's a whole thing where it's like she's being offered to see something that she wants to see. Yeah. You know, whatever. And all those things. Like being wished into existence <laughs> was not on the list. No. At, and credit to them. They managed to pull something out that no, nobody would have no. picked. Nobody would have picked it. If, you've thought, if you're sitting around going, oh, I saw that one coming. Yeah. There is no way. Even when it was like, there's a stone that grants wishes. Yeah. I didn't immediately go, well, she's obviously going to wish for Chris Pine to come back. <laughs> and and the, the fact he was inhabiting someone else's body. Yeah, yeah, I tend to just, I just let I ran with that because I was kind of like, it does offer up a few kind of things of what's this guy's consciousness doing while this is going on? Is he just yep. sort of like, is he like trapped in the phantom zone, like in, in the glass going, <laughs> or is he just like, well, that, that's Gal Gadot. Yep. Maybe we'll just see where this goes. Yeah. <laughs> it, <laughs> I'll just enjoy the view. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I think going in, I had thought maybe it's a hallucination or something that yet. Yeah, I just assumed that she was seeing things or yeah. Pedro Pascal's character had done something in a way to manipulate her or make her yeah. think something to get something from her. Yeah. You know, that seemed like, all right, we'll find the weak spot. He would find out about this Wonder Woman, find the pictures of this guy and who was a great love and like, all right, well, I can use this in a way that I can manipulate her. Yeah. And, you know, how do you, you know, fight someone who's so strong, you find a way to emotionally compromise them. And that yeah. sort of seemed like what it would be, you know, which has been done before. Yeah. Having you wished into existence hasn't been done before, so credit to them. Yeah, so it was. Yep, um, the mall scene I loved um, because if you know me, you know I love the eighties. Shopping malls. Oh yeah, and shopping malls. Um, now it did look like the same mall from Strange, Stranger Things three. Mm. So might yes. have been. Might just be generic mall set. Yeah, like an, an empty mall that they're just, you know. And there are a lot of like empty shopping malls around these days. Yeah. You can kind of get them and just do what you want. But it was, I mean, it was total. I mean, this isn't a fresh take. A lot of people said this, but there was a total 80 Superman vibe that first, you know, yeah. from the just the bumbling kind of crooks and the and everything. Just the way she kind of was a bit like, you know, well, she didn't say this, but very like, well, Mr. President, I think I can help you out. But, you know, it was that yeah. very like earnest you know yeah. hero chris reeve kind of thing which i was great I, I, and when i saw that i'm like ah, oh, i really hope the whole mo- whole movie's like this like really lean on it mm. um but it wasn't no yeah. and even apart from the fashions after that first sort of scene the 80s didn't come into it that much until you got to yeah the nuclear weapons um or nuclear weapons um yeah it, I, I, you know, I was kind of going, well, it'll be fashion. It'll be, you know, <clears throat> the Donna stuff from the movie. So it'll be the tone of the movies and there'll be music. Yeah. And then it turned out to be like, no, no, let's just talk about like the Cold War and the political <laughs> and the nuke, the nuke stuff. So yeah. it that was kind of a, yeah, that was an interesting sort of flip, wasn't it really? Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, so, yeah, me being an 80s lover, I was like, oh, come on. See more 80s stuff. I mean, Kristen Wiig's wardrobe was amazing. Um, yeah, I, I know I've been ranting about it, but her <laughs> boots were awesome. Um, she had an awesome fake fur coat. Like, so really, really good. What did you think of the actual cheetah reveal? Like, the look uh, of it? I didn't mind that. I mean, I thought the CG was a little wonky. Yeah. Um, she probably didn't really need to go full animal. Kind of just, even no. when she sort of was like... <clears throat> you know, she was sort of at that 
full level from a human point of view. You know what I mean? Like it was like, oh, well, this is passable. But I did, I actually didn't mind the design they'd done on her face. I didn't think that looked that bad, but it was still like, well, she's kind of not really. But again, I don't have any skin in the game from the character. I was just like, well, that's what it is. I, you know. Yeah, and I was a bit. Of course, you know, XDC so it ends up being a lot of CG slugfest at the end, yep. which is disappointing. And I liked the fight in the White House. You know, it was all clearly mm-hmm. shot. You could see it all. Um, so There was that weird moment where she was running down the street. You know, when they had yeah. the, the, the trucks on the thing and she was kind of, it was almost like she was on sort of wires suspended yeah. on wires uh, there was a couple of little ropey sort of cg bits and i'm like oh, but every time i'm going oh have they just done that to make it like the 80s one but mm. i'm going why would you do that but then do these really complicated yeah yeah it was kind of weird like because <clears throat> i was putting my star wars hat on a little bit going like all oh, right well she's doing the next star wars movie you know there are some really really great set pieces in this that are directed mm. really well and she's obviously really good at getting performances out as well because i thought all the performances are really yeah. good gal gadot is easily the weakest actor of the bunch and she was fine because she's just yeah. got to be wonder woman but obviously Kristen wig super talented pedro pascal chris pine are all really yeah. good so it wasn't like she can't direct actors she can direct action and things but i was kind of going oh you know this is getting a bit long here there's a lot of there's a lot of shoe leather here you could probably have easily cut 25 minutes out of it yeah and and you're right the um it was a pretty complicated story in the sense of okay so I get why he would want this wishing stone to sort of then, you know, be rich and, and yeah, get his... Yeah, be the guy he's trying to be, basically, yeah. yeah. Um, it's a strange angle to wish himself to be the wishing stone. Wow. It was like the Aladdin trick. And I only yeah. just watched the live-action Aladdin about three days ago because mm. we were just... Cat and I were down the beach and... Cat's parents were out because we were staying with them and the girls were asleep. We were just looking for something to watch. And I was on Disney Plus and I'm just going, have you ever watched the live action Aladdin? She's like, no. I'm like, no, me either. So we just watched that. And it was just really weird after watching Wonder Woman. Yeah. You know, because obviously at the end of Aladdin, spoilers, he wishes, <laughs> Jafar wishes to be more the most powerful thing. He becomes a genie and you get stuck in the lamp. Yeah. It was just kind of strange because they just kept doubling down mm. on the wish thing. So it was kind of like, even when he kind of got everything he wanted, like I know that the whole like greed eighties greed thing. Yeah. But he just, just got, like he got, and then like everybody like yeah. then he worked like does every, does somebody's wish like if you wish for like world peace and I wish for world war like what happens if we cancel each other out like mm-hmm. how does it work and loose with the rules. Yeah, like um, so it was obvious that something was it was taking a toll on him, but they didn't really go into well what was taking the toll on him, what was fixing him. It was, I found it a bit confused in that sense. Because um, it was really specific on Wonder Woman because she basically mm. just got less strong the more yeah. Chris Pine hung around. Yeah. The- and even Kristen Wiig was a little bit like, I guess she wanted to be more like Wonder Woman, but it just made her meaner because that was the best thing about her. Yeah. Well, less of a dork, like being a dork was the best thing about her. <laughs> and then she became less of a dork. And kind of meaner, but then, like in the case of him, his rules were kind of fuzzy Mm. because he was kind of granting the wish, but then taking whatever he wanted. But I thought it was it wasn't a counter thing; like he got to choose basically. Whereas, like before, the stones like, well, one of them was like, well, I'm going to take the best thing over. He's going like, I specifically want your your liver, or I, you know, whatever else it was. Yeah. Whereas it seemed to be, I think they explained it like the best qualities of someone in exchange whereas yeah he was mm-hmm. very much specifically saying this is what i'm i'm yeah. going well, i guess to he's smarter than a stone so maybe the stones yeah. like just got very simple rules and he's just like well no i am the stone i have a brain so mm-hmm. i can be more specific i suppose like just go with the go with the ride i guess yeah. um yeah the thing i liked about the action scenes was that i thought there wasn't a lot of, apart from the big CG fest at the end, especially like the um, the fight with the um, ch- car chase, I should say. Yep. I thought she kept 
Patty Jenkins kept the characters very much centre of frame. There wasn't a lot of fast editing. Yep. So from that sense, I was like, okay, yeah, again, looking with my Star Wars hat going, okay, she's not the quick edit, you know, that type of action person, mm-hmm. which which was good. Um, but it's, it's the type of movie you can go, oh, yeah, that was, that was okay. You know, I've sort of walked out, I think, that night I, I kept it vague I didn't say anything I was just like oh yeah I've seen it it's alright and it's the type of movie where the more you sit with it you go oh yeah oh yeah that plot hole plot hole plot hole I don't like to use that term but yeah, yeah, yeah. or weird weird plot contrivance yeah 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 well yeah. It, it just like it seems like it's because it's a long movie it's like nearly two and a half hours as well mm. so it kind of just felt like the longer it went the more complicated it got or it kind of got caught up in its own rules that it had created whereas you probably could have simplified a bunch of stuff and yeah probably would have been right but i it's still about like granting wishes like at its core (laughs) it's still just like it's such a weird choice of stuff like such a weird choice um but like you know like granted okay like it hadn't been done yeah i found something that hadn't been done um but it's just weird that it's like, you know, because it is a prequel. Like, it's set before Justice League and Batman, Superman, mm. all those. And you think people are like, remember that time everybody, like, got their wishes granted? <laughs> that was weird, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, I guess it's just comic book world logic where it sort of just sort of snaps back into place and sort of, yeah. Mm. It's just so strange that, like, you know, the, the, the genesis of that, that DC universe, like, people forget, like, that Man of Steel one off the came off the back of the Nolan batman stuff that you know they christopher nolan executive produced that superman movie like it was a concerted effort at least this first half of that movie to go hey what happens if you dark knight superman that you sort of try to ground it in a real world yeah that that, that is so (laughs) far away now which is fine like it's it it is what it is like ultimately it's a a superhero movie um I mean, is it any more ridiculous than Magic Infinity Stones or anything else? Like, really? Like, I guess not. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. look, you know, I, I didn't mind the little Linda Carter. Look, she's Linda Carter. She's aging backwards. Like, yeah. she looked like she was... Yeah, she's magnificent. She looks like the same she did mm. in the 70s. Yeah. Um, and that was a cool little thing. Yeah. Like it, was a, it was like a massive wink to the camera, but like, yeah. all right, cool. Well, look, honestly, you can do that in a mid-credit sequence, I reckon. You if you're going to do a big wink to the camera and break the fourth wall, mid credit sequence, do it. Go for it. And, and you know, after what out. you just watched, it's not like you go, well, this is, this is yeah. a bit much, isn't it? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, um, out of interest, um, we had, by that stage, a lot of people had left the, the cinema. Did did all... No, we hung around. Because mm. I, you know, I always wait for at least the you know the card credits you know yeah. what i mean like they'll you know there's, there's like your credits but there's also like you know when they do the actors cards yeah. and the, the main the principal sort of production people and stuff where it's sort of and then you wait to that and then if it goes to like credits you know yeah um there was one or two people who were kind of hanging around i think to see if there's anything else but i was like oh, i'll just google it when i get home if i need to fight because i think also because i was like well it's on hbo so if there is anything it'll be leaked and it'll yeah. be in good quality because someone's probably already put it on the internet so and there isn't anything so it didn't really matter yeah. but um yeah look you know I, <laughs> I hadn't been to the movies in months i was quite happy just to go see something so yeah. um i probably enjoyed it more than tenant maybe so and i thought tenant was all right but it was Again, it was all right. Mm. It was a bit sort of... It's just weird. Like, you kind of look back at the year going like, all right, well, what's the stuff that got shelved? You know, like, we haven't seen Bond yet. We haven't yeah. seen Black Widow. Um, like, is there any other sort of major stuff that got... That has been completely shelved? Like, you know, Milan came out one way or another. Bill and Ted mm. came out. This came out. Just looking at that, like, summer blockbuster. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Um was there going to be another Marvel? Because it seems odd that there would have only been... had Eternals, been... but I don't even know whether that... Like, they hadn't even got to a trailer or anything like yeah. that yet. Yeah. So it's kind of... Because you kind of go, all right, well, looking at the year, all right, Bond and, and Black Widow got shelled, but everything else kind of came out. Mm. So it's not like we missed out on heaps. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's some really glaring stuff. Yeah. I mean, there might be things like... 
like Godzilla versus Kong or some of the yeah, other but studios. There's, there's but probably as far other as stuff like, that I've just forgotten or not remembering because yeah. I'm, a, I'm like a year behind on some of my movie podcasts and they're talking about the best of like 2019 <laughs> and then they're, they're going, oh, and these things are going to come out in 2020. I'm like, yeah, no. Uh, I've, I've, you know, like I've got stuff on my podcast. of I think the episode, the one where Luke Cruz from The Bad Motivators is on and all this COVID stuff's kind of happening and I'm making jokes about, wouldn't it be hilarious if you guys had to wear like Bad Motivators face masks and stuff when they literally exist now. Like you can buy yeah. them. And there's a... Catherine's got a Star Wars belt out mask right here that she's she's brought to the to the recording. So she's not wearing it right now, but um, we are socially distancing. But um, yeah. yeah, so we kind of got that. You know, like Mandalorian came out. That was like the big thing. Mm. Phone Wars came out. Like the Marvel stuff didn't come out. Like Doctor Who came out um, like yeah. it was supposed to. Yeah, it was yeah always meant to come out for New Year's. Um, I preferred the Christmas mm. release. Like I know... It's more traditional. Yeah, and... As someone who's had like Christmases in England, you know, you just sit around in the evening anyway because it's too cold to go outside. <laughs> you know, like Australian Christmases, you're outside because it's usually it's sunny and you're off doing things and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, you know, the British ones, I was everybody's already eaten by then. You just sort of crashed out in front of the telly. Yeah. But um, I don't know if you want to pivot to Doctor Who now that I've yeah. sort of brought it on. But yeah, well, yeah, it's good point. Um, so yeah, the the Doctor Who New Year's special was they filmed that after they'd filmed the last series so basically it was all one continuous block of filming and they've just been sitting on it yeah they've just been sitting on it um so it's been 10 months between doctor who episodes so the world has changed a lot in that time (laughs) um so if you haven't seen it uh yeah we're talking about it and we'll go full spoiler but it good episode um yeah like i'm not a i don't i don't claim to be a huge doctor who knowledgeable person i've seen probably bits of all the doctors all the way through my favorite doctor is matt smith i've seen all of his run yeah i've seen most of the tenant run i've seen bits of the capaldi run uh and i've seen all of the jodie whittaker run so i think Matt Smith and Jodie Whittaker are probably my favourite doctors, probably because I've seen the most of it. Yeah. Um, and maybe I've seen the most of it because I like them. I yeah. don't know one way or the other. Maybe that's I sort of skew on the younger doctors, perhaps. I'll just find them. Um, but, yeah, I um, I thought it was cool. Like, I I enjoyed I've enjoyed it all the way through. I don't uh, – some people sort of saying this season's not as good or she hasn't had as much to do or there's too many companions or anything. But I liked – I like it. I don't really get caught up in the mm. criticism. I just kind of go with it. Um, and I really like her and I was like, oh, okay, cool. I liked all the timeless child reveals and all that sort oh, of stuff. Yeah. That's the cool thing about Doctor Who. It's so, you know, to quote David Tennant, wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. You can just stretch it anyway and, mm. and it goes. Obviously, because it goes back to 1963, there's a whole lot of canon there that you can just take well, that, from. I, but when they had the reveal in the, the last series where there was the other Doctor and it was mm. the lady, Ruth. Um, Ruth. And then I was like, how does this even work? And they're just like, oh, there's one bit where in a regeneration bit between one and two, someone mentions that they were, you know, there's like a throwaway line that they did in yeah. the 60s where the second Doctor or was somewhere and went into a thing and came back and they didn't quite see the, but you know, yeah, and they're going, oh yeah, that's she just fits in there, and she was just yeah. kicking around there. I go like, oh, that is so cool. They can just slot that in, yeah. And then she's just had this whole lifetime of adventures in there, and then she's just come back into this bit, and yeah, I think yeah. that I just like that they can be so loose with the you know, coming from Star Wars fandom, where it's just like <laughs> the, 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 the slaven, slavenliness to canon, yeah. Um, it's cool, yeah. That they can just do anything. So the Daleks have come back and invaded Earth. Many, many times, um, and no one seems to remember them. You know, they, yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the Prime Minister of, of the UK is like, oh, look at these new things, these dr- security drones. It's like, God. So, was that lady, was she in stuff before? She popped up d- during the series before no. the lady became Prime Minister. She no, was just sort she's of- not been in the show before, but she's a very well known. Um, English actress. I, I recognised her and went. I've seen her. I don't. I can't remember if I've seen her in Doc. Like I didn't know whether she just because obviously she becomes prime and she takes over. There's a leadership yeah. spill. She takes over. That's what happens in yeah. the UK and America. That 
leadership's based on party votes and if the party votes a new leader they can just change the yep. prime minister you know it happened in australia a bunch of times it happened with theresa may in the uk when um david cameron stepped down so yep. it does happen um so i wasn't quite sure that or like oh has she just have i just missed this you know what i mean like it's been a no. while since i watched it but. no um but you to a lot of Star Wars um, fans, she'd be most known for treating Chewie. She's the she, Chewie, your yeah. really brave yeah. lady. Yeah. Oh, that's where I've seen it from. Yeah. Oh, that just clicked in my brain as soon as you were saying that. Uh, <laughs> that's such a weird line though, isn't it? I but always kind of looked at it going, when I saw that for the first time, just pivoting to Star Wars, I've just gone... Is that Peter Mayhew's wife or something like that? No, I think I was like, is it like so they can have a moment on screen that they've just got Peter yeah. Mayhew and his wife or something? And then it was like, well, it's not his wife because then I saw a photo of her like yeah. later on going, that's such a weird little yeah. thing to put in there. So, yeah, she's a Shakespearean actress. Um, she's been in so many things. One of those English actresses. Or those sequel trilogies are, are like, you know, they're a bit like the prequels. They're just littered with rather than littered with Australian soap stars of like really, you know, prestigious British actors. Yeah. Like you know, I think um I think last Jedi's got like the lady who's in Game of Thrones who was mm. like one of the what one of the the queens, like what's her name? Sister, Ned Stark's wife's sister yeah. or whatever. Yeah. She was she's got like, two lines yeah. and there's a there's a whole bunch of them. I think um yeah, there's a whole bunch of people in that. Um but no, I thought it was cool. I like I like the companions. I'm glad none of them died. Um, oh, I was look, a bit worried that they were going to kill Graham or Yaz or if um, Graham had died. I would be in pieces because Graham is the absolute best. He's a sweetheart. He would take sandwiches on the, his adventures because he's prepared. <laughs> he's the best. And Ryan calling him Grandpa just yeah, made me cry. Yeah, that was very nice, wasn't it? Yeah. And even though they had that kind of. I mean, it was nice, but the sort of hallucination <laughs> moment of seeing his wife and 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 Ryan's grand uh, Ryan's grandmother there, like, oh, I get it, it's nice, but, mm. um, and I did like that they, you know, they kind of said, oh, look, you know, I think we're, you know, we've had enough. We're gonna, you know, I think we're gonna spend some time at home. But then they're just like, well, let's go smash heads here. You know, let, let, like we're not done with adventures yet. We're actually gonna go do adventures. Yeah. It wasn't sort of like let's just go back to the flat and have a cup of tea and and put the feet up. That they were sort of, yeah. I thought yeah, that was cool. That we have things to do at home, you know, with our, with our friends, but also, you know, making the earth a better place. That's what they're wanting to do and they're going to use their psychic papers. What's the survival rate for companions when they leave? Is it sort of 50-50? Half of them leave, half of them die? Um, well, it's touch and go. Um, in New Who, it hasn't been great. Um, yeah, Rogues is in a parallel universe. Rory and Rory and um, Amy, Amy got trapped in like another sort of yeah another time. time. Yeah, I remember that. Um, and Clara it, died. Yeah, but she's everywhere. Clara's a weird one. Um, Martha survived, but she got into was it unit or talk to it unit. Um, and I can't quite remember. Yeah, she there. and she married the other guy, the yeah, guy Mickey. from um, from Kid Altwood, the director. Um, yeah. I've forgotten his name, but yeah, he's like directed a bunch of stuff. Yeah. He's quite yeah. Yeah, um, Donna mm. is one of the sadder ones in that she had her time with the doctor. The doctor took her memories of that. Mm. It was heartbreaking. <laughs> and Donna's grandpa Wilf, he was. A companion for one adventure and um, when David Tennant went round to do his final goodbye um, Wilf knew that he was going and so he just stood there and gave David Tennant Aww. a salute with tears in his oh, eyes Catherine's losing it here she's having a flashback like honestly like Wilf is amazing. Um, so it's not too bad, but all, they all come with a caveat, don't they? It's kind of like, well, it's like you grant your wish, but you get a little like... It's being a bit 50-50 in New Who. Yeah. Um, old Who wasn't too bad. Not uh, just going from memory. And of course, there just was so many in Old Who. Um, Aldrich is the one that comes to mind as one who died with um, the fifth Doctor. Um, and he, so he sacrificed himself to pilot a ship into 
Earth actually to wipe out the dinosaurs. I think that was. There's a lot of like one and done deaths though, isn't there? You know, it's yeah. not necessarily companions. It'll always be some random person yeah. that get, usually. You know, who usually sacrifices himself to save them or, yeah. you know. Um, I was well, funny. I was just completely just to pivot off who for a second and go back to Wonder Woman. My my abiding memory of Wonder Woman, I think I might have tweeted this, was it was like the Simpsons episode where they get the monkey paw. Yeah. And it's the bit where Homer imagines the turkey sandwich and he's just like, oh, mm, oh turkey's a little dry. The turkey's a little dry. That was just, I'm like, oh, it's the monkey paws from the Simpsons. Yeah. Um, they sorry, specifically just, said monkey paw. Yeah, they in, did. Oh, okay, someone's seen the Simpsons. Yeah. Um, so I uh, does this bad, bode well badly for Yaz? Like are the odds against her now? Like, obviously, um, she's going to be back next season. Yeah. And what was funny is that in the UK, they had this extra clip at the end where they were somewhat introducing a new character who is going to be a new companion. Um, who's like a... a I think oh, a, is this John Bishop? Yes. Yeah. So, he's just a sort of... Yeah, he's a well-known sort of actor. Yeah. And, yeah. But we didn't get that. At least on the iView version. Yeah, I wasn't. Because I'd heard and I was waiting for it at the end and nothing came on. So yeah. so it was sort of, you know, I got on Twitter and things at the end uh, after I watched it. And I was like, oh, what's all this about? You know, because we, we didn't get that here in Australia. But obviously, I don't, he's not as well known here as what I think he'd yeah, be in England. Yeah, he's pretty well known in England. Like yeah. he's, I think he's a comedian actor. He's yeah. on a lot, a lot of those like... QI, panel mm. show, kind of, you know, that yeah. sort of staple stuff that a lot of those comedians do. So, yeah, like it's, I would have liked to have just been the doctor and, and Yaz kicking around and sort of flesh them out a little yeah. bit. But it's always, not, I mean, we all assume he's going to be a companion. He might not be a companion. There might be a twist. Yeah. Um, I know our friend Charlie Ashby was tweeting, you know, that there's rumours that Jody's going to step down after one more year, do the sort of standard three-year run. Mm. Um. Well, it's being a standard for somewhat for New Who, but I reckon Jodie's run's been very interrupted, obviously by twenty twenty. But she's done hasn't done a lot. She's sort of yeah. It feels like she's still just kind of getting started. Yeah. Um, I would be happy for her to, to stay on. Um, you know, just because I think she's a good doctor, and <laughs> like, yeah. why not? Why rock the boat? But again, I suppose but that's the thing. Like, I kind of go, oh, Matt Smith did three years, and that felt really long, and Capaldi did th- three, and Tennant did three, and then obviously Eccleston only did the one. Yeah, I, um, Matt Smith felt longer. I, I don't think know whether he, they were longer series or long, more special because he did like the fiftieth special yep. and then the Christmas specials, and yeah, it sort of felt like he did a lot. Plus, he got sort of two sets of companions when you think about like you got amy and rory and then you got clara so that sort of is like the two errors yeah um capaldi he had clara for most of it and then bill for one season and capaldi he was a really good doctor but i think some of the writing let him down and things were starting to hit to improve when, yeah, the showrunner and he decide to leave. And and in some ways, if the showrunner leaves, it is a good time to sort of change Doctors, to sort of have that complete, yep. you know, reset. And that's the thing about Doctor Who is that each time there's a new Doctor, it's a reset. And so they change just about everything. Yeah. 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 So you can come in at the start of a new Doctor like and just pick it up because – they don't rely on people really knowing continuity. Like it is helpful that you can go, oh, that's a Dalek, but you, they always will have the line, it's a Dalek. It's the most evil thing in the galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was cool. Like I like that. I, the thing that I really um, was impressed by was just the special effects were great. Yeah. The CG on it was great. When those Dalek, when she comes out of the TARDIS and she's floating above the city and yeah. she opens the door and they're all, I was like, this looks great. Mm. You know, like Doctor Who effects have obviously you know got a lot of crap over the years because it's a TV budget. They've definitely gotten better over the years. But I was looking at like looking going, this is the best it's ever looked. Yeah. Like it's never looked better than this. They know when to spend money. Like some things, I'm not going to say cheap, but they, but they know how to spend money. So the Daleks killing people, I'm sure they... They outlined the skeleton, which is you know how they've they've done it in the past, yep. and I'm sure they could have made that more spectacular, but they didn't need to. 
Yeah, it just needs to show that, that yeah. <laughs> you got zapped, basically. Yeah. Um, so when does the second, when does this next series, like obviously they've got this yeah. Gallo John Bishop, they start filming when they can. I mean, I mean, we don't want to get we don't want to get into COVID talk again, but like the UK is a basket case at the moment. Yeah. So if they're filming anything right now, um, like good luck to them. But yeah. They may, oh, maybe they're know. building a BBC are building a volume or something like that, and they're going to do it all in front of. Them. And it, it's interesting, like that sort of. I know that that's sort of Star Wars talk, but like when productions like Doctor Who would benefit huge from mm. stuff like a volume, yeah, um, te- the stagecraft technology, and if that's where it goes, it's sort of like wow, the sky's the limit, really. Like that only means the production values are going to get better. Yeah, you put a different kind of corridor behind them. <laughs> <laughs> Look. Corridors running, it's classic. It's classic <laughs> who. Yeah. Um, it's funny, you know, with the Daleks, they go back to the second story of the very first Doctor. Like that was when they were introduced and mm. they've been a classic, an absolute staple ever since. Um, and, and, yeah, those early Doctor Who's, you could visibly see the wall shake. It's, <laughs> it's fantastic. Have you gone back and like done the whole run of what I've, you've seen? I've, a um, oh, number of years ago now, the ABC started from the beginning. Yep. Um, this was before they really put stuff up on iView, so I was trying to catch things as they were. Um, obviously, there's stories and episodes missing from the first and second Doctor. Yeah, yeah. Because, okay, story, okay, kids, strapping. <laughs> um, back in the day, things were only ever played once. And they expected to only ever play things once. So, they recorded it, played it. And then at some point, to save money, the BBC recorded over yes they recorded over the tapes that held these original episodes of the first and second doctor they have found some of these episodes and some of these stories in like some huge worldwide hunts like new zealand australia um, south africa other countries in africa other just places all over the world that they have found either the whole story or episodes from the story because they used to be like three to six episode arcs. Yep. Um, Wasn't there like a guy who was taping the audio off the telly when he was yeah. a kid just to have them? Yeah. So they were like, oh, well, you've got the only audio version of this because this bit... There's the, the only reason all the Monty Python episodes, the TV show exists is because one of the Pythons... Like, it was either one of the Pythons or someone who worked for them caught wind that the BBC were just going to... Yeah. And they, they nicked... They literally nicked the tapes from the BBC yeah. and stole them and left and because they were just going to wipe over them. So that's the only reason that like you can get Monty Python's flying. I mean, maybe it would a similar thing where there'd be other copies somewhere. But as far as the masters go, mm. or the things that they were they were broadcast to, yeah, one of the Pythons just like went in and, and just like, what's that under the coat? Oh, you know, nothing under yeah. here. Just you know, just the entire well, three series of Monty Python or whatever mm. it was. Yeah. So and for some episodes, they have the audio. Um, because, you know, obviously things were recorded separately also. So they've produced some things as audio series. So they're on like things like Audible or they've um, used those um, audio tracks and then made the cartoon. Right, animated the sort of thing. Animated what was going on. It's kind of like, I mean, it's annoying, obviously, if you're a completionist and you're a fan and you want to see everything. But the... It does just sort of make the legend slightly better as well. You know what I mean? Like it's sort of the fact that there is missing stuff, yeah, and things get discovered, and the show's so old, and you know what I mean? Like it it, it does add to the legend, even though annoyingly you'd be like, well, it'd be really great if you just had all of these. Mm. But at the same time, it's 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 kind of cool because I'm yeah. you know there are probably I'm, you know, probably I'll bet there are like groups that are just devoted to hunting stuff down and you know people have probably there's probably youtube channels of people talking breaking this stuff Mm. down and and all this kind of stuff it's very cool and i think even the bbc you know realize the error but they it's worth their while to have people looking because obviously it's theirs they can put it out again they can put it out so is there anywhere because i know that the the new who Mm. New Who, as in from the Eccleston years on, yeah. run 
was on Netflix at one stage. I don't know if it is anymore, but you could pretty much go from Eccleston yeah. to Capaldi yeah. up and watch it. Um, um, is there anywhere where you can legally go here? back and watch, go uh, as far back to whatever there is on uh, streaming here? I was just having a look at a little while ago and I think Brickbox is this right. new streaming, new to me streaming service, which has just got, as the name suggests, just a whole lot of British English shows on there. So I was looking through their catalogue and going, oh, look at all these period dramas that ah, I want to watch. All these the Jane Austen. <laughs> look, you knock it, but trying to hunt down even like a DVD copy of some of these things was difficult. Yeah. And yes, I bought some, a few copies of things off Amazon of, yes, Jane Austen things, but they were on BritBox and they had all these things. And I think, yeah, the old series, I think from Doctor, from the first Doctor, at least from the third Doctor, um, who's Pertwee, who we've, we've got everything p- from Pertwee onwards, yeah. Um, is on, yeah, and he's also where colour starts. So yeah, yeah, it's a little bit of an easier watch. Yeah. Um. So second Doctor, then transitions to third Doctor, and third Doctor's then in, in colour. Have you ever seen the episode of Red Dwarf where they go to Jane Austen world? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Crichton turns up with the tank and blows up the the gazebo. Uh yeah. Mm. That's what I always think of. But I, I was like, ah. Oh. Can you, they go to the virtual Jane Austen world. Look, you know, <laughs> people are going all over, like just fan, uh, fangirling all over. What is it, Bridgerton? Oh right, yeah. Netflix? Have you watched it? No. Is it sort of like sort of like horny Pride and Prejudice or something? Isn't it? Yeah, they've 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 done a um, yeah period drama, but made it as far as I can sort of read a bit gossip girly and and all that. But I'm like. Dude, did you not watch that adaptation of Sanderton? That was horny as. So Sanderton was a novel that was only partially finished by Austen. She only got a few chapters in before she died. Um, And so it was then sort of completed, quote-unquote, by Andrew Davies, who wrote the original, or wrote the 1995 adaptation of Pride and Prejudice. And, yeah, he added some stuff. Yeah, right. But he wrote it so that it could have been picked up for a second season, but it hasn't been, and I'm really annoyed. Oh, that's sort of like, you know... you know, Tolkien's son finishing all these books and stuff, you know what I mean? Like somebody just picking it up after he... But I mean, that's like 100, 100 years later though, not just like someone in the family. Yeah. Um, the thing with Austen, of course, is that she didn't get that many novels finished during her lifetime because um, you know, she was what, 40 when she died. Um, so, you know, and there were a couple of novels, that a few novels that were published post-humorous, post uh, after her death, um, and like um, Northanger Abbey was what she—it's called a juvenile one. So it was like her first time out. So yes, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. So there's not a lot there. Whereas yeah, Tolkien. Yes, he's only wrote oh. a few books, but geez, well, so that, much material. Um, that Amazon. I don't know. We, we're sort of pivoting off Doctor Who now, but. That Amazon Lord of the Rings show is like finished filming. Like it's in the can. Oh, were they filming in New Zealand? Yeah, but they're not, it's not connected to Peter Jackson. So I think they, like it's not, uh, yeah, they've got Mm. nothing to do with it. So uh, unless it's sort of like, I mean, I don't know whether it's, oh, you know, we're going to, you know, like if you you play some Lord of the Rings video games, it's based on the lore of that and the designs and stuff are the same, but it's not like. You know, Wingnut Films or Peter Jackson's involved any more than that, and they're like, we carry the designs in that universe. So it, it might yeah. be in that thing where it's like, well, you know, if you see Gollum in it, he looks the same as the Gollum yeah. from the other thing, or where, however it's going to work. You know, it's yeah. in that sort of design world universe, but really they've got nothing to do with it, or whether it's just, hey, we're just doing our own thing. Yeah. Um, I was, I was just, we were talking before we started, I, the things that we'd watched, and I, I watched that Mortal Engines movie <laughs> that was produced by Peter Jackson. Um, and yeah, it wasn't amazing. I was like, I'll give it a go. And to be to be fair, like the production design was great, mm. some and really cool design and some nice set pieces and things. But it was just like very 
convoluted and I hadn't read the book and it was just yeah. it was kind of going this is a much simpler story than Lord of, it's unfair to compare to Lord of the Rings but it did seem more complicated for a shorter thing but yeah. um, just as another recommendation for watching anything uh, Love and Monsters is a movie that I watched last night which is really good and it's uh i was just explaining to Catherine before it's a post-apocalyptic world where it's not depressing for once <laughs> it's not the last of us or you know the road or anything like that where giant the bugs have taken over giant bugs have taken over and a guy who's kind of useless is hiding in a bunker with some people and his sort of love that he got separated from he finds out she's alive on the other side of the country or not that far away it's like 100 miles away so he decides he's going to go to the surface and catch her catch mm. and find her and it's it's funny it's got really cool effects. Um, I think you'd really like it. There's a little okay. bit of animal peril, but nothing bad. I know you're not great on the animal pe- no. peril, but it's not like there's one or two bits you're like, oh, I hope he's all right. And then it's like, it's not never ending story or anything like that. Oh. Okay. So um, if well, you can, can't if you can track it down, it's it's definitely worth a look. So sorry, yeah. I've just completely pivoted it off Doctor so, Who and then Jane Austen, but that's what you do on Geek Pod. You, yeah, you cover everything. We, we wander. We wander because, yeah, that's what we're about. Like, just enjoying stuff and and sharing geekdoms and getting to talk in person (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i've just finished um watching the the daredevil on netflix and jessica jones on netflix and i'm sort of going do i go back and watch punisher no do i go back and watch iron fist yeah nah i know i'm a bit i didn't finish either of those which is kind of crazy that i that there's marvel tv show stuff that i haven't finished like i finished daredevil love daredevil mm. i don't think we even finished the second series of jessica jones i'd have to double check i've completely yeah. spaced what happens in that and but the yeah, iron fist i did i think i made it three episodes in oh. iron fist i think punisher i only made it in two or three yeah and i don't love the punisher as a character really i liked him when he was in daredevil i thought he yeah. worked really well in that context yeah there's a series of comics. There's a run of comics, um, Punisher Max, that I've read, which is like the most violent. It's cra- crazy how violent it is, but yeah. it's actually really good. And I thought, well, you know, I and I'm not a huge lover of violence, but I like the story. I'm like, well, I can sit through it. But I don't know. I just kind of was bored. Yeah. <laughs> More than anything, I was just like, oh, this isn't really that interesting. It's like all these like, like all these old war buddies and stuff, yeah. and it's just a bit. Yeah, but the Daredevil, uh, there, there is rumours that Daredevil's coming back. And and I'd be so down for it because I think Charlie Cox does a great job as Daredevil. I really like the world they, they've they built there. Um, yeah, he, he's just fantastic. And, you know, you think the only reason really that Daredevil and Jessica Jones at least were cancelled and probably yeah, Luke Cage were cancelled was because well Disney Plus was coming out so Netflix is like yeah no nah, we're not making more things for Marvel or f- yeah Disney. we're not gonna yeah boost your product well I don't yeah. know I don't know what I think it was a bit of both I think it was also mm. Disney going like well we don't want you to produce stuff that's gonna rival our own yeah. s- streaming service so either we're not gonna let you or we're not gonna pay for whatever we chucked in to do it yeah um, and I guess Netflix is the same it's like well you're pulling all your other content off <laughs> so so it's a weird thing isn't it where this sort of little marvel stuff still lives there because I, I assume marvel i mean netflix paid for it so yeah um and yeah. whether when they bring if if and when they bring daredevil into the mcu officially like as, as like the cinematic universe mm. like do is he the same daredevil has he lived those experiences does mm. it just not talked about is it just kind of you know like i guess the logical thing is that you sort of start well he's, he's matt murdoch he's just a lawyer he, you know yeah. there's rumors that he'll turn up in spider-man that he helps peter parker yeah. for on his well, legal travels and stuff but it could just be a, a, a you know a scene of like him going into an office and going like i hear you're a really good lawyer and you're like oh it's daredevil yeah. um and that's it and then maybe it pivots off that but i did it would almost be disappointing if they pivoted daredevil into a, a film just because the slow burn series works really mm-hmm. well for him i like i like the tv format i like the fact that it's because it's tv it doesn't have to be this world ending fight that they're in um yep. that it can be far more personal and you know jessica jones you know was it was far more like personal it wasn't this world ending yeah. type he's more of thing. street level isn't he yeah yeah 
But I mean, they're doing, you know, like WandaVision and Loki and Hawkeye and all those dudes are all going TV. So there's not like you have to go, well, he's a TV or he's a movies now. He's Mm -hmm. big time movies. He can't go TV. Like you could pivot him back into Mm TV. Uh, but again, it's kind of like, well, does it pivot off the movie one? Does it be like, well, who cares? You know, well, people, work, we'll work yeah, it out. Like, yeah. just give it to us. We'll, we'll figure it out. The, we'll figure out the bumps later. We'll work it out. And they had enough fail references to the events of the first Avengers movie within Daredevil. Oh, they did too, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they, they talk about um, the incident yep. at New York. Um, it'll be interesting to see if they continue on in those universes, what they do about the snap. Um, and I can't remember all the blip as they. Call oh it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know how I they. Think it'll just be like that. a. It'll just be a thing that was, that happened. Yeah. Like it'll be like it'll just be, you know we were talking about Wonder Woman before. Mm. Kind of like, remember when we all got like blipped and came back. Yeah. Like it'll just be. Uh, I guess there's the thing about the real world in COVID. Like in three years' time, we'll be just go. Gee, that year, that year was weird. Where we all had to stay mm. home. Yeah. Um, I guess it all depends on where you end up, from where yeah. from where you how you look back. You know, if life does actually go back to normal and, you know, this is probably not the right place this discussion, but, you know, like when you look back, the same thing with the wish, you know, yeah. it, it, like three years later, they're just like, well, eh, we all got wishes and yeah. it all sort of stopped and, oh, well, we, we got on with our lives. Yeah. And Remember yeah. that day that that guy was on everybody's TV screens? Yeah, that remember that weird. handsome guy who was on TV? That handsome guy who, for some reason, we all thought... You need a moustache. <laughs> Don't know why, but you need a moustache. It's just what you need. A little bit creepy when you're clean shaven. It it just seemed wrong. And I he was in why. a, you know, to bring it all back around to Wonder Woman, he was in a failed TV pilot of Wonder Woman as it like is, a business guy yeah, as well. It is the weirdest <laughs> thing to see that photo and go, oh my God, like Pedro. World's Young. colliding. Yeah, too. World's colliding. But he was in an episode of Buffy. I've had fun watching clips of on YouTube. Oh. Um, the first episode. It's that funny thing where it's like, you know, he's become famous later in life. Like he's probably yeah. roughly our age, maybe a little bit older. But he probably had this whole life of yeah. just gig- doing gigs for 20 years of occasionally doing stuff. And mm. then all of a sudden, you've just, you know, it's like someone like David Harbour as well. You know, like David Harbour became super famous off the back of Stranger Things. But he would, he'd been acting for 20 years. Yeah. And you're going to go back and go, oh, David Harbour's in that thing. It never <laughs> occurred to me. Well, it's one of those things, if you ever go back and watch Band of Brothers, the number of people who have turned up in other things and who have, mm. who are fa- very well known is just astonishing. Well, Brian Cranston is in um, Saving Private Ryan. He's oh. like a, he's just like a random military guy. Yeah. And my, my friend Sean and I, we, you know, we were big Malcolm in the Middle fans when it first came yeah. out. And we used to just talk about, or we, we would only watch it for Brian Cranston because we were just like, this is the, he is the best actor in the world. He's hilarious. Like, when we goes rollerblading. Oh, um, that is the best. But we, we, was, we would only watch it for Brian Cranston. And then all of a sudden, when Breaking Bad happened, we we're just like, yeah, we already knew Brian Cranston yeah. was amazing because he was the Malcolm, he was the dad from Malcolm <laughs> in the Middle. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's sort of amazing that they're the two roles you know him from, and the contrast between mm. the two is just astonishing. Yeah. Like this. You know, goofy, just incompetent. He got his wish. He got the magical wishing thing and he was like, I want to be a little bit more famous. <laughs> I'd still respect it. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so 2021. Um, so hopefully we'll get some things. I think they can't hold <laughs> off on things much longer, whether they'll be out worldwide in cinemas or released streaming so i think it'll be similar to wonder woman at least yep. in that that case i know sort of on the wind up people won't go too far into it but mm. i think if we're all cool we'll be getting it in the cinemas yeah if like you can go to the movies right now in melbourne you can go down to the you got to keep your mask on but you can go down and watch wonder woman now if you want yep. if things take longer to, to get better in other places they'll just roll out on streaming yep. but i think that they will i think wonder woman might have come out in cinemas just before streaming like probably only based on time zones yeah rather than like anything else i think i don't think it was days before i mean maybe they'll do that if there's sort of bigger stuff that comes out during the year they might go Mm. australia gets a couple of days before yeah so at least the hardcore people (laughs) won't just pirate it the day it comes out um but we'll just have to see like it's we're still we're, we're not out of the woods yet here yeah we've got um 
yeah, Black Widow, Bond. So I'm waiting to see Bond, you know, the final Daniel Craig mm. one. Um, of course, I just want Daniel Craig to also do more... Um, Knives Out. Knives Out, yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, the bizarre thing is the the actress in that is the one from Knives Out, isn't it? Like, what's her name? Um the actress in... In Knives Out, she's going to be in the next Bond. Oh, is she? Yeah. The girl who like ends up with the house? Yes. Is yes. she? Yes. Oh. I'll, I've, I'll, I'll get IMDb I've, out. Um, yeah, I mean, I've watched the trailer. I don't think I even watched the second trailer of Bond just because mm-hmm. I thought it was coming out and going, well, I'll, I'm this close <laughs> to it coming out. I won't... You know, I, I remember in February like messaging mates going, like, all right, I'm going to book some seats for Bond. Is, like everybody in? <laughs> and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and, oh, you know... February... And uh, we're nearly in February again, just going, all right, well, I guess it'll come. I think it's April it's coming out now. But um, yeah. yeah, so like Black Widow is the other one. I, Eternals, I think, is in the can, but I mm. think that's coming out. Um, the Batman, I still think might be the year. I still might be next year, the Batman. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, be- There's a because few- they had a delay on filming. The Suicide Squad, the James Gunn one, is out this year. Mm. Um, there are a few other things I'd have to check, but a lot of yeah. them are on that. H are doing that. a lot of that. Yeah. All the DC stuff is on that. Warner's, yeah. And weren't the, the directors H- thrilled oh, to yeah. just find out that everything was going on to HBO Max? Yeah. Um. So it'll it'll be higgledy piggledy, I think. But yeah. you're just you're not going to get these. You're not going to get billion dollar box offices. Like it'll, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, a couple of years until we get that, and probably not until we get a new Star Wars. Which yeah, there's no guarantees it'll make that. But as far as like that's the end of next, mm. is it the end of next year or the year after? Twenty twenty three. Is it twenty twenty three? Well, twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two celebration. Yeah. Again, uh, there might not be yeah. anything till then. So all I'm saying <laughs> is, I don't want Avatar to be the first movie back to make a billion dollars. Good, Who knows? Good, because I don't want it I to. I was wrong. I was wrong. Like People write off James Cameron every time. And I have a feeling we had this discussion on this <laughs> podcast two years ago of going like every time people write off James Cameron, oh. he, he comes, those Look. blue cats, like he came through. Um, so it'll either be a case of it's really good and everyone wants to go. We're just star for stuff when we go. Or it could just absolutely go like, you know what? Stuff these blue cats. Like I don't want to leave the house for it. Yeah. Um, and there are like four of them in the wings as well. Yeah, that's and I think the novelty of 3D, which is what made the first one so big, has sort of worn off a bit. So Yeah. Not many movies now I've noticed even coming out in 3D I think anymore. only IMAX still do sessions in Melbourne in 3D. Yeah. I think. You certainly don't. Like I mean, there was a time you go to the cinema and like you get your 3D glasses from the vending machine or mm. I just bring along some other ones and... Like I've got a th- I've got a 3D TV, only because I bought it in 2013, and that was roughly around when 3D was still a thing. Yeah. And I might have two, three, two or three, three, you know, 3D Blu-rays because it came with. You know, I got the Force Awakens because it had the commentary track on it. That's why yeah. I bought it. The other ones are just like, well, it just came with a 3D disc, and that's it. Like I wouldn't even know where they are but <laughs> yes <laughs> but you never know like you might have something else and you might you know you might have something else up your sleeve who knows yeah. yeah don't write him off Catherine look write off James Cameron at your peril oh I don't want to write off James Cameron but I want to write off Avatar yeah it's just been such a long time in the making and the sort of making so many at a time I'm like man plus I know that Star Wars movies were bumped in favour of it, I'm like, no, nah, can't have that. Although, you know, with the, with the world, yeah. Anywho, um, we burnt through this, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. So now, of course, I think everyone who listens to this listens to to you. But if you want to do some plugs, uh, yes, sure. Uh, <laughs> I have a podcast called Star Wars Belt Out, where we talk about Star Wars and. No guesses who the next guest will be, depending on when this comes out. Otherwise, you've already heard it or you'll be listening to it next. Um, and I also do a Peppa Pig podcast with my buddy, Matt Frost, where we uh, break down all the episodes of Peppa Pig, believe it or not. And we're both, these have both been on holidays over Christmas. So I 
think, well, obviously, if we do Star Wars after this, it'll be out next. And then Pepper will be back, I don't know, when we get to it, a couple of weeks probably, when mm. holidays are done. So, yeah, just Google those things, you'll be able to find them. I need my Pepper fix. Mm. Yeah, so you can follow um, Josh at Star Wars Belt on Twitter. I'm That Geek Pod on Twitter, Insta, and Facebook. Um, you can follow me, Catherine underscore Neen, um, where I tweeting about silly things. In February, watch out because Amazing Race Australia returns. Uh, makes a race around Australia, so it could if be you can fun. Get through. <laughs> you can so, get through the border. Well, it's in the can, but it could be fun and it could be a fun way for people around the world if they can see it somehow, you know, of course through legal methods, um, to vicariously have a trip around Australia. Mm, bring maybe, your sunscreen. Maybe they'll go to a whole lot of big things. <laughs> the big banana, the big prawn, the big sheep, the big ram. Yep. Uh, what else is there? Is there a big mango somewhere? Yeah, I'm sure there is. Um, I And I saw somewhere, I retweeted it, that someone had their COVID testing at the Big Bogan. <laughs> How apt. <laughs> yes. So, till next time, that Geek Pod will return. <laughs>